In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright is going to find out what you might need to be teaching your preteens about their finances. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. I'm joined again by Michelle Young from the Investor and Financial Education Council to take another look at an area the IFEC are focused on at the moment. And that's what the preteen age group ought to be learning about how to handle their money. Thank you for joining me again, Michelle. Thank you, Caroline, for having me again. So let's kick off with a look at the kind of financial habits that people should be developing around this kind of preteen, teenage era of their life. You know, our children, they are growing up in an increasingly complex world where they will eventually need to take charge of their own financial future. And there is a very significant importance to financial literacy, especially for teenagers. In fact, if we look at the OECD, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, they recommend that financial education should start as early as possible. And starting early with financial education really allows the children to acquire the knowledge and the skills to build responsible financial behavior throughout each stage of their lives. And it marks a significant financial transition as a child goes into their teenage years. They are more independent. They are more capable in many ways. So the effort from the parents and perhaps even from teachers to instill strong financial values can really go a long way toward teaching them how to make wise financial decisions. Well, the good news is with teens, probably at this stage, they still have the opportunity to learn about personal finance and let the lessons sink in before they have to jump into their first major money decision as a young adult when they approach college age. And Caroline, you talked about what are the healthy financial habits. Perhaps one of the first lessons that a preteen or a teenager should learn is to distinguish the difference between needs and wants. And although this may sound easy on the surface, this actually can be quite challenging to truly separate needs from wants. And sometimes even as adults, we can let our emotions cloud our judgment. And it may be even more difficult for teenagers as they are often influenced by their peers as well. So therefore it is important to identify clearly the needs versus the wants and it is always good perhaps to write them down into two columns and prioritize them. This perhaps could be an exercise that a parent can do alongside the teenager. And once this is identified, the next step is to plan for a budget. And budgeting is a real life skill that a teenager can practice every day. And the first step to budgeting is really knowing how much money or how much allowance the teenager gets each week or each month and use it as a guide for spending and savings. Sometimes the, the parents should really guide the teenager to contribute to the savings first before they start spending. And that way they can practice discipline with the money that they have and make it easier to stick to the budget that they have already planned in the first place. And after setting a budget, the next thing to do is to track the spending and try to monitor and reflect on the weekly spending. And this may help the teenager to really make realistic lifestyle changes to perhaps save more. 
So, for example, instead of splurging on coffee at a coffee shop, perhaps there's more budget-friendly alternatives like making the coffee at home or drinking not every day, but you know every other day to make the money go further. And we at the IFEC, we offer a suite of digital tools like budget planner and money tracker apps on your phone, and these can help both the parents and the teenagers to do exactly that to build a healthy financial habit. Now, one area I feel that teenagers might struggle with tracking what they're spending, and also parents struggle possibly with having control over this, is around in-game purchases. We hear mm. lots of horror stories of a parent realizing that thousands of dollars has been spent on their credit card because their child hasn't realized that just clicking that OK button every time you're like, oh yes, I would like that, can lead to a lot of trouble. Indeed, yes. And that is a conversation that every parent should have with their children. Sometimes the children may not already be playing video games, but you never know because they have their own devices by the time they hit their teenage years. And all the devices are interlinked between the family members. So it's a conversation that every parent should definitely have with their children. And the thing is, online game or video games is something that we cannot take out because it has increasingly become part of the way that the teenagers would socialize with their friends. And the game itself may be free, but as you said, you know, um, sometimes the game would have products that can be purchased with real money like unlocking a new level or upgrades on avatars and gadgets. And so having a conversation about how to manage money safely and responsibly with your teenager is very important. So some of the things that as parents you can talk to your kids about is really setting a monthly limit or allowing them to use their pocket money in order to purchase game credits. That could be an approach to take so that they won't feel that they are completely do not have access, but that they can control using however much allowance or whatever the agreed amount between the family is to use for in-game purchases. It's also important to discuss free versus paid for games to help them understand that nothing is really free. Although they may not have to pay for an upfront cost in downloading the game, the user is still paying with their time, having to watch the adverts in between each level or pay for the upgrades and spend time on the game. It's also important to talk to the children about maintaining their privacy while they're online, making sure that they do not disclose personal information to the other gamers or chat with people they don't know. As parents, you know, it is sometimes fun if you can join in the game with the kids to join in the experience because understanding the game and what it entails will help us to give a more appropriate and balanced response if and when something did go wrong. Now, something you mentioned earlier was peer pressure, and I think this is something that, mm. you know, happens to pretty much every teenager. Your friend might be buying a concert ticket and, and they're like, no, you've got to come, you've got to come. And, and you simply haven't got that. You might be being sensible and you are being good and tracking your budget and you say, well, I can't afford that. How, how do you handle dealing with that pressure from your peers and how can parents help with that? 
Yes, peers, you know, friends are everything at that age,、mm. and、um, they may be compelled to buy, you know, the latest electronic gadgets, the trainers, the clothing, or hair products, just because their friends have it, and they probably do not really need it. But we, as parents, we do have the responsibility to help our teens to think for themselves and make the wise financial choices, because that that's going to have an impact on later on in their lives. And I guess as parents, just like other things, we can be their role models. So perhaps we can let the children see how we make smart choices about our finances. We can involve them where appropriate in making family decisions together. For example, when we plan for a holiday or buying household products, we can show them how we make our choices between choosing different packages or different products, and what are the attributes that we prioritize when we make that choice. And hopefully, they can reflect that and make their own decisions when it comes to the things that they want or the things that they need. The other thing that I would say is that we we should also talk to our children about how to say no to their friends. You know, really advise them to think independently and come up with their own decision, and let them know that we can't please everyone. The other thing, perhaps, is to really praise your teens as often as it allows. When you see that they have been restraining from buying something that is unnecessary or wasting their money on something, explain that the ability to be able to restrain themselves shows a sign of maturity, and it is a big step in becoming a responsible adult. Very, very wise words. Now, if there's anything around this that you're struggling with,、uh, do you have some resources at the IFEC website that might be able to help parents who are looking for information? Yes, indeed.、Um, we at the IFEC we offer this one-stop portal. It's called the Parenting Portal, that provides parents with the knowledge and tips on how to make. Talking about personal finances with their children, fun and interactive. So do visit our website and follow us on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Fantastic! Thank you again for joining me. That's Michelle Young from the Investor and Financial Education Council.